me and Arthur, we've been well discussing a lot about comparing Notion versus a lot of tools. And um, I haven't been using Notion that much. Obviously, it has been part of some someone, but not too much. Instead, I, I usually use always Miro. So, so that's why, you know, it just kind of naturally we went straight there that, you know, when we were comparing Miro against Notion, I was like, well, Miro is obviously better. So, so <laughs> let's do that. We have reached an impasse and I think uh, I, I use Miro as well sometimes for some of the stuff that I do. Um, but for like knowledge collection, for idea collection, I use Notion and I'm sure Mikael uses uh, Miro for also like ideas, like uh, yeah, idea visualization and so forth. So we thought that, hey, uh, it'll be pretty awesome to maybe go over the both tools and to see how they compare and also uh, what distinct features do they have? Because I think Notion is a more of a structured like data storage while Miro is very like free and very like free form where you can decide how you want to structure your data. And I think they're very different tools, but you can use them for the same purpose. For example, idea collection, just like before, maybe you start and uh, then I will have a little bit of time for rebuttal. Absolutely. So I happen to have it already open here and well, I'm using the uh, premium version of, of Miro. So I mean, it's, it's convenient when you have more, uh, things to do in there you can use the free version. I think they, they, at least they used to have this, um, offer of three boards for free or something, but, uh, yeah, well, I, I have a ton, so, so you, I need to have the, the premium version. And by the way, Miro is not sponsoring this in any way. So, so, uh, I'll just show it because I, I like it. Anyway, you know, you can do a lot of stuff with Miro. You can just, um, like you can do sticky notes if, if you, if you like, you know, it's a, it's a, I think in, in best ways, this is a collaboration tool where you can invite a lot of team members or, or, you know, observers, and you guys can just, you know, uh, brainstorm together, make different kind of, um, well, let's see that I'll, I'll do like this sticking out stuff. And, uh, then I want to say like, okay, these guys are tied together because, you know, it kind of makes sense. And then I would have the, you know, blue ones. And this also goes here. So you can easily make these kind of wireframes, but they're just more visual. But the way I usually just do it is that I take the writing tool and, um, Let's put it a little smaller and then like typing something. And then I know that, you know, if that happened, you know, let's say that this is actually good when you're trying to, uh, figure out if you're, for example, coding or, or leading the coding projects, then you can do this like if and else stuff. So, uh, well, this is not just, I'm just like showing it, but the thing is that you just, you know, draw something, something happens and then so on. And, and now you just keep doing this on and on. I I like to do it like this. It's not, it's not very beautiful, but it's just convenient. But then you can also use, they have this, um, 
let's see, I haven't been using it for so long. They have the mirror mind map, which is uh, very convenient. So, so then you can make this uh, more beautiful version of, of you know. So you just you know type here things and, and so it goes. You can also do a lot of like mockups. Uh, they are not the most beautiful ones either, but it's uh, it's pretty pretty good one uh, just to show like how how things are going. I'm just trying. I don't use it so that much, so I need to. I just well, it's somewhere here. Oh, wireframe library. I think it's this one. Yeah. So you can click browser. You can fill there whatever you want. Then you know, tablets and etc. But the thing is that you can also let's say that I want to use. Um, I'm gonna use my own website. So so I have a link, uh, and I, I want to present it part of the project so I'll just take the link and I'll just I can just drop it and it creates this uh little snippet like this so now you can so now you can use this in part of your your uh whatever you're creating and you can same way you know draw stuff here and uh let's say that I want to create a box which I could use for um, writing stuff in so I can just you know combine all these things together and then maybe I want to use logos to clarify things so then I just go to uh, icon finder and then we can write here let's say uh, let's say TikTok do they have TikTok logo already sure yeah so then you have a different kind of digital logos you can use and you can use them in part of your design whatever you're creating here so overall this is very convenient for so many things uh, I usually when I have my keynote speed uh, speak engagements and when I'm you know trying to figure out what kind of uh, uh, talk I'm gonna have then I'm gonna have I'll do it like this I'm gonna write here the first you know the, the big topic so it's this one and then I'm gonna you know split it into <laughs> okay sad and then I'm just gonna go like this and then I know that it's gonna it's gonna take like 10 minutes so then I know that I'm gonna split it to this topic and this topic and and when i do it like that it's very easy for me to understand what's um what i'm gonna say how long it's gonna take and then i can just modify and, and write bullet points or whatever i want here so yeah you can use it in uh, various ways yeah and i think uh, with the mirror there is no specific structure and there is a lot of uh, tools for presentation right you can start a timer you can yeah. embed videos you can export uh, frames as pdf so i i think um, it's it's very good when you want like a just a like an unlimited canvas space to have your ideas in a visual way um exactly. i actually 
I, I actually started to use Miro as a alternative to PowerPoint. And every time that I do trainings, mm. I actually start with an empty canvas and then I talk about the terms and methodologies and I try to show concepts in the Miro by, you know, creating it in real time. And people seem to be more engaged because, you know, it's not a PowerPoint, you know, things are happening, they're paying attention because, you know, I'm drawing, I'm making connections. And I think for that kind of stuff, I agree, Miro is a really, really interesting alternative sure. to other tools. Yeah, and I think Miro also works uh, on um, um, works also as a, like a like a way for people to participate in a meeting or a training, and you don't have to share your screen because if they enter and they see the same board that you're sharing, you will be able they will be able to see your mouse cursor, and you oh, yeah. can force as a host everybody to follow you so basically you don't have to share the screen they just open the link and then they hear your voice and uh, they will be able to um, see what you're showing and they will be able to see that part of the mirror board that you are you are working on so i think there's yeah, a lot of collaboration that, functionality exactly yeah that, that's yeah. how it how it works so yeah this is uh best for collaboration uh in many parts and i think i just saw in Microsoft Teams that they, they had this uh, Miro, uh, like a featured uh, tool that you can use with, with Teams. I think you can also use with Google. I don't, I don't remember, but I haven't been using it with there, but I have this uh, feeling that they also, also provide it. Yeah, I think Miro can be easily embedded in many different services, and I will also um, show maybe that in the Notion as well. I think it can be easily connected to other tools. You are correct. I think uh, there is uh, functionality in Slack already. I think in Teams yeah. now, so you can open easily Miro boards and you can see previews and whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. think that that's pretty cool. But one thing that I don't like about Miro is that once you actually have a lot of information, because there is no structure. Um, it's very hard to go back. So if you created like a lot of material in Miro over like 10 years or something, it's very hard to find things and it's very hard to make use of that data in a sense. So it's really good as a collaboration, but it's very bad in my opinion as a document manager. And some people, I know one of my customers actually does sprint planning in Miro. So they have sprint planning board in Miro and everybody connects and so forth. But once you have, you know, like 15 people working on one board, you have like, you know, 400 stickers and everything. It's kind of just becomes a mess Yeah. because you can't use <clears throat> filtering functionality as well. Mm. You can't find things as well. You yeah. can't, it, it, it becomes very tedious. So people try to use Miro for things that I think it's not optimized for, such as, as I mentioned, you know, like document management. I mm. think for that, it's not very good. And this is where I use personally Notion. You you shouldn't use it so that it's only like one board and where 15 people collaborate all the time for, for six months. I I can't see that it, it works. It um, The way I use uh, with my, my team, we, we create very small, like uh, very small documents. Uh, we usually just use it for 
some parts of the project. So we are not including everything there because you're right. There's no filtering tool and I think it's not even meant to be used like that. Maybe that's the reason why they don't have... Miro is launching a lot of new uh, features and upgrades all the time. And that that ha I haven't seen and never... It's kind of like a filtering option there. So I, I think it's not the correct way to use. Obviously, everybody can use the way they want, but that is very inconvenient when you have too big of a project what they are um, building. I think you can link different boards to one board. I think so. I have never done it though, but I I have a feeling that you can do it. So then maybe you have one big, huge project and then you link other boards that are like subboards, So then you know that this is part of that and that, yeah. Yeah. So the way that I think about Miro, it's like, you know, in the classroom, you have the whiteboard, right? And you draw there, you have equations, whatever that is. Yeah. But when it's time to store the data, you never store the data on a whiteboard, right? You kind of mm -hmm. store it in a notebook or in a book or in obviously yeah. uh, in a computer document. So for me personally, I think where Miro excels is probably like real-time collaboration, quick one, also presentation software as a way to present, um, for example, you know, trainings, keynote speeches, that good stuff. It, it might work yeah. for that pretty well. Um, but for me personally, I tend to use Notion for everything else that I want to store for long period of time. And maybe this is a good segue for me to tell you a little bit how yeah. I use Notion and how it you know makes a lot of sense for me. So maybe I can share my screen and give you guys a little bit of a preview of how I use Notion. And so Notion, in my opinion, is uh, is kind of like a like a Swiss army knife. I mean, it has one million different features and you will find features pretty much for everybody, right? So if you are a newbie and you just want to, you know, I don't know, create documents, store your ideas, great. But Notion it also has a full featured database engine built in. So if you want to have very structured data, very rigid structure, you can do that. Notion has also nowadays AI functionality so that you can use that to create documents quicker. There is a lot of, a lot of things you can do and it would take maybe, you know, five hours to go through all the features that Notion offers, but I will tell you how I use it myself so that you can see if it's useful for you and uh, yeah. Just uh, hopefully right. we'll find it useful. See. So basically, in, in Notion, you have uh, workspaces, right? So you can be a member of multiple workspaces. You could have your own personal workspace. You could have workspace with your company. And company workspace could, um, could have multiple members, while your private workspace could be only available to you. So what I have, for example, in my own private workspace, I have archive for all the old stuff that I don't need anymore, but I want to keep around. I have second brain. That is where I have contracts, you have proposals. the competitor research. <laughs> yes, I have that as well. That as well. That as well. Um, I have personal for my personal stuff, like my trips and all of that. 
I have work and work is Monday plannings, uh, projects, sales, invoicing, milestones, videos, strategic planning, and so forth. And then I have inbox where I put everything that I don't know where it should go first. So it's like kind of my like inbox. And Notion in the end is a document um, tool, basically. Every single page or every single piece is kind of like a document. Document can be part of the database or it could be a simple page. And here, if you look at uh, Notion, uh, you can create a simple page that goes, for example, under second brain, right? And I'll call it test, right? You can give it any name you want. You can give it an icon, right? So for example, big brain, you can add cover to it to make it more uh, interesting from the perspective of like visual appeal, right? So I could type here, for example, I don't know, um, Malaysia. Well, that's nice. So let's keep the earth. Yeah. That, oh, we can keep it. So basically you can put any image here as you want, and then you can start creating the document. What I love about Notion is that nowadays they also incorporated ChatGPT-like functionality here. So if you're staring at a blank, at the blank page, you can just press space. And now you can tell AI to write something for you. So you can say, create okay. a sprint planning document uh, skeleton uh, for a marketing company. And then you press enter, right? And then AI will start writing. And here it is basically all done. If you want uh, to make it longer, you can choose that. You can try again to get different, uh, different output. If you're happy, you're happy. You can and also, is, is there, is course, there like, is it, is it, ch ch I mean, like, is it the chip in the three that is behind it? Or, yeah, or yeah. I think it's own? powered by OpenAI, which yeah. is a create, who are creator of ChatGPT. So yeah, I think this is GPT functionality that is technology. Yeah. Yeah. I think this functionality is really, really useful. You can use it in many different ways. Again, uh, as I mentioned, it's just enough for you to just press space and then you have, you know, different options here. This is like ready-made prompts, or you could have, for example, like create a to-do list for a market entry to Asia for a software company. Focus on social media. Right. So again, if you know ChatGPT, you know that this is nothing really like amazing. This is the same output you would get probably from ChatGPT. Yeah. But the wonderful part is because it's part of the document management tool that Notion provides. It's pretty, pretty damn awesome. Yeah. And uh, Notion supports nested documents. So you can just highlight maybe a word here and you can turn it, for example, into a page and now it became a page so and wh uh, what is page what does it mean that does page it... is just a yeah page is just a structure basically so if you think about it every single page can have some pages right so if you think about it it's like a pa page can function also as a directory so you can have other pages mm. inside it so that that's like really useful basically nested pages and uh, you can share documents to the web, basically, and you can allow people to edit, comment, all that good stuff. So the sharing functionality is great. What I actually use 
a notion for is I create proposals in notion itself, which is pretty damn awesome because you could, you could just uh, use AI. You could say like, Hey, create proposal text for, um, I don't know, WordPress landing page, uh, based on Elementor, which is a horrible idea, by the way, guys, you know, if you are using WordPress, don't, yeah, don't go using Elementor, but I just wanted to show that, um, it also creates, this is the wonderful part. If you do this yourself in chat GPT, it will not create headings and so forth, but here the AI knows how to create, you know, formatting, proper formatting for you. So you have bullet points, you have titles. And basically nice. the creation of document is very easy. You just, uh, you know, type slash for comments. And then here you could, for example, choose table of contents, for example, here, table of contents, boom. And now automatically you have table of contents and you can just go export and export it to, for example, PDF. If it's a proposal, you probably want PDF. If you want markdown, you can actually export it as a markdown document so that it later can be edited in markdown editors, or it can be changed, uh, like transformed into any other format, such as PDF or a Word document. And you can embed stuff here easily. So if you have like a mirror board, you want to embed, you yeah. can do that as well. You just, uh, uh, uh you just type slash and then embed and here by default it supports many different uh, softwares and here you have a mirror for example so now if i pasted a mirror board here yeah so now if i pasted a mirror board for example mirror.com and then if i paste uh well i think i'm logged in here miro has a desktop version of their of their software as well. So here, for example, of processes, this is one document I created for our team in order to like describe our internal processes a little bit better. So here you just create a board link and then you go here and just click embed. And now basically what will happen is mirror document will be interactive document will be part of the document in Miro, and you can actually see mirror board itself right. and you can interact yeah. with it that's awesome yeah so and you can expand it you know you can make it so that it's really you know it's really proper and this is what i really love about notion is that notion works the best and i'm not going to go into database and all of that if you like notion or you think this is cool just Google Notion and you will see like 1 million different tutorials, Mm -hmm. but Notion works really well as a content hub. So if you want to bring there all the content from different places and because they have unlimited storage space, if you are paying for Notion, you can actually put there your videos. For example, I have here, I think, uh, video, videos, video as, oh, here we go. So for example, here, um, I have videos that I store. So these videos are stored at notion, notion servers, uh, at that no additional cost for me. And I can download them if I want to, 
uh, but I can also play them directly from Notion. So it works really well as a place to put everything that you have. Google Documents, you can put them here, you can embed Miro, you can right. have videos and so forth. And then what I also like is you just press and hold Command and you press K. And now you have very easy way to just um, see your documents, find your documents. So I can just type yeah. like Monday planning, for example. And boom, here is my document. I press it again and I go to test. Boom, this is the document that I just looked at. It's very, very easy. And from that perspective, um, I think it's a killer, killer service and uh, like a really good software. The only downside that I see is that there is no offline functionality, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. So it means if you are not connected, you don't have access to all of your documents, which but is that, really unfortunate. That is very rare. That is very rare that yeah, yeah, you would be offline. Unless you travel a lot and spend a lot of time in the plane. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, or but you, you, have you, get, you get Wi-Fi on planes nowadays. So that is not a problem either. You know, when, when we used to live in Mexico, we were flying a lot and uh those planes at least you know, they you know we used Lufthansa and they always had Wi-Fi and it was actually pretty decent Wi-Fi so it, it it was not super fast but it's definitely something that you can do you know if you're working with Notion because obviously this is not most likely it's not using too much of bandwidth so you know you you don't need much of uh you you don't need you don't need a fast Wi-Fi to do it and now, you know, yeah, people are getting the Starlink all in all, you know, more and more. So you yeah. can get Wi-Fi to remote places. <laughs> you propose this idea because, you know, yeah. <laughs> once again, you are clear win winner. So my tools are, they usually always suck <laughs> when we are comparing to your. No, no, no. no. And I, I have to, I have I to think... take, I have to start using Notion immediately. This is, uh, I don't know why I haven't been. I think I, I started using Notion way back, like years back, yeah, years ago, and uh, then it was uh, it was kind of like a skeleton compared to what it is now. And I noticed from some kind of I, I think I saw an ad from Notion lately that they yeah. said they have the AI, and I was like, all right, cool, but they didn't explain it much, like what it what it really means that they have AI there. And I've been using ChatGPT for long, and then. I've been using a lot of other a AIs for the past two or three years. So so I was like, okay, like everybody's putting AI in it. So doesn't make but now that I see it, that and it's it's the uh GPT three technology there, um, yeah. Kinda makes the whole chat GPT usage obsolete in, in uh in, in many ways. Yeah, I mean they still use chat GPT underneath, right? Or something similar to it. Um, but what I like is that um, the the way that they integrated this functionality into Notion seems very seamless and very easy, and you can create very quick documents, and that makes just a lot of sense, right? If you want to summarize something, Notion can do mm -hmm. some uh, summaries, so you can just, uh, for example, create summary from the uh, from this page. And now it will go through all the page and create a short summary of everything yeah, that, you have written. with this stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you, for example, have, you know, like a memo of a meeting or something or a long document, you can create a very, very quick 
Okay, very what, quick, what, uh, what if you have a video? What, what if you have a, like a YouTube video and you want to get a summara uh, summarized version of it, like a text format? Can you just put I, the I, No, I don't, I don't think you can do it. The only way to do it is if you can somehow create a transcript of a video, and this is maybe something we could talk uh, at another time, but for example, if you use Descript, uh, Descript yeah, is yeah, a very, very good that. software. Yeah. Oh, you it's, could, it's, for it's example, download YouTube yeah. video and then put it in Descript, create a transcription file, import it into Notion, and then ask AI to summarize so that, yeah, you, yeah, you can do it that way, yeah, but is, it's not as seamless. Is fantastic. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. And I like it that uh, we talk about different tools and you like simple tools that are minimalistic maybe in a way I'm, and I'm a uh, are more visual. <laughs> well, not not really. I just think you, you're more creative. And because yeah. I have a software, you know, engineer background, well, mm -hmm. a software developer background, a little bit at least, I kind of like things, you know, in a structure, neat, organized packed, way. you know, so that, mm -hmm. yeah, so that oh, I have a yeah, to by later the way, can, use Can it. you draw there? Can, can you draw there? Or is it just like te text stuff? Or can you also draw? Uh, I can think, you make wireframes? I think you can, I think you can draw, if I remember correctly, there was, <laughs> like wireframes, wireframes or something like that. I don't think wireframes, I think, <clears throat> I think you have to embed something. Well, yeah, I mean, I, okay. you you can uh, you can embed Mira. So th there you <laughs> go. Then, yeah, <clears throat> for me, Sorry. I have to say that uh, I usually like to promote myself as winner, but in this case, I gotta say that you won. Like, um, there's no even question about it. And for me, why I really like this stuff is that when you show that you have the AI here, and now that I saw it in action. I was like, yeah, because we're using ChatGPT like every day, and we have the yeah, we just got the plus, uh, so so we're now in the paid plan, uh, and it's it's so convenient. But uh, yeah, so so you have the AI, but then also you show that you can embed Miro, and then you can even modify. You can see, it and you know that's uh, yeah, that blew me away, and uh, yeah, now I'm. I have to actually go and buy the mirror immediately. If you have a, if you have a uh, like a re referral code, <laughs> give me that one and. Uh, no, I, I don't we'll think I don't there. I don't think I have a referral code, but uh, just uh, get a free version of Notion. You know, see what you like, and remember the AI functionality is locked uh, to a paid plan, if I remember correctly. Or maybe mm -hmm. you can actually test it with free. But anyway, Notion is like five bucks a month, like what? five bucks. Yeah, that's for... nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is crazy. You I know, this is, is that is the thing what I really like nowadays, and this is something that you know. Now, I I need to compare this okay, to finish. Eight bucks. Huh? How eight much? bucks. Eight. Well, eight. Nothing. Eight. It's nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and this is what I, what I just wanted to say that now that I'm comparing to Finnish uh, startups and Finnish uh, technology scene. Um, what what you know, Finnish companies need to take more care of is is try to compete against these like they need they need to make these uh, crazy deals and crazy offers that no one can keep uh, nobody can compete against because when you're doing the, like Notion that is like hey, eight bucks and you get AI you get everything there like full of features 
it's really hard to compete against those when you only have like a couple of features and then you are charging 100 bucks a month, you know, this kind of stuff. So I'm not talking about the Finnish companies because I'm from Finland, but this is actually, uh, this applies to all of the smaller countries that are building their own startups and they're putting money on the startup scene is that uh, this is the competition where you are competing against. So if you are charging more, like way more, I understand in, in the financial part that they, it's very hard to run without having you know more money coming in. But the thing is that the consumers are always choosing the best option. And, and so then you need to rethink the whole, whole structure that if you can't offer that kind of quality with that money, then you have to rethink your your uh, money money uh, flow. Okay, uh, that's another topic. I just want to say that uh, I'm so so <laughs> excited. I'm pumped on Notion. Uh, I didn't know that this is going there. Uh, I was like little low energy when we started because I was thinking like Notion is you know that sounds so so damn boring. But yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's good to be the winner once in a while. Um, so yeah, definitely. I think. Well, Notion... you've been winning like all of our stuff. I think I, I... no, it depends. It <laughs> I de- always declare depends. myself winner when I, when we start and then you just, you know, what you, you wipe the table with me. <laughs> I think, uh, I think we talk about different tools and we use them in different ways. So, you know, we joke a little bit about winner and so forth, but yeah, notion is definitely a tool that works as a archive for all your documents. And it, it's kind of like a, I call it like notion is my brain dump. So when I have something in my head, if I, for example, you know, have my yeah, to do, well, is f- you know, on for my me. netbook. Yeah, yeah. Miro is for me. Yeah, that so I print down stuff. Yeah, yeah, but but in Miro, the problem is is that if you have multiple boards, I don't think you can easily search information from multiple boards, and it becomes kind of like a hassle a little bit. Yeah, but once you know, you I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't work content. like that. Yeah, I don't work like that though. Yeah. you know, I don't, I don't need well, what to do you search do? stuff. Huh? What, what do remember. you do? Like, how do you find I, I, information later when you need it? Like two weeks later. Ah, uh, well, you know that's the thing. I don't, I don't work anything like that. Uh, I don't need to remember things from two weeks. I actually remember in my brain, and uh, then I, I have this. It's not a picture memory. I can't say that I, I have that, but I have a very good visual memory. So when I see, the, when I have a lot of boards, I just know that. It's somewhere there, you know, in that section, it's there. And then I just know where to go. And that is uh, also a gift, but then it's also a curse just because when I have like our employees and freelancers, they don't, obviously they can't get my, they can access to my friends. So they, they don't know. So then I always need to be the one who's like, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, you know, get you that link, hold on. And they're gonna, you know, send it to chat or whatever. Uh, so, so I can't outsource that stuff away and obviously it's, it's taking more and more time, but yeah, I don't, I don't need the filtering tool. I don't need to, I never, I, I've been using Microsoft Teams with our clients uh, a lot and everybody else is, they are always, you know, fetching their data from, you know, whatever, where, where the data is located. And for me, that's. 
my my brain start stop working. It's for me it's super in, uh, difficult to find anything like that. But when I see them as as uh, pictures or Visual I see them, yeah, visually something. I see them yeah. like boards. It's super easy to find anything. It's super easy. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's it's hard to scale this uh, way of storing information. Yeah, in a you can Like once your organization start growing, you know, you, you can't really do that. But yeah, no, I, I know. I do think, I do think that um, ability to embed Miro in the documents uh, is a really good functionality because then oh, for sure. you can start with the Miro board. You can you know bring it to Notion and then. Using AI, you could summarize, you know, you could create easily the document or, mm -hmm. you know, the, the funny part is that what you can actually do with Notion is that you can, for example, transcribe your own voice in Mac, for example. Yeah. So you could just click transcribe and, uh, you know, in Mac, for example, you can create text using your speech and then you for can sure. ask AI to kind of go through the text, proofread it, you know, apply formatting and so forth. So I think there is a lot of functionality ah, there. As well there, yeah. Oh, because I have all these like voice memos, and yeah. that is uh, that is hard because I have a lot of voice memos on my Mac, uh, you know, iPhone and all that, and no way I can go back and see what's going on there. So I know when I'm recording it, I know that this is useless. I never go back. I would love to, but just skipping the timelines and like which one i i because i also suck naming my <laughs> recording so they always like untitled untitled something and then there's just the dates and now i just try to go back like oh was it like six months ago <laughs> i was thinking this this and that and then i'm just skipping and oh, i hate it so it well if you can also embed that there ah shit yeah that's that's a good one yeah, for sure, for sure. So this time, I think uh, the notion can be declared a winner since it can be incorporated with Miro. And I think they're very different tools, but they can be combined. And I think they're the strongest when combined together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, exactly. When, you, when you're when you using uh, stack of apps, like you're having, you're, you're having Miro, then you're going to have Trello, you have... I think you can embed their HubSpot. I, I, I think you can put a lot of stuff there. I, uh, I suppose so. Maybe, so, maybe. Well, at least with Zapier, you can for sure you can add yeah, whatever yeah. to to Notion. So, yeah. so if you're using a stack of apps, and most likely you are uh, nowadays, everybody just needs to use so many different tools all the time. Now I, I clearly see that. Notion would actually be very beneficial for for our company as well, and and you know, they they I think they're a little underest like uh, undervalued or underestimated uh, as a as a tool. No, I I I don't think so because uh, because there is so much buzz about Notion, and Notion has been raising money like nobody's business. They bought Cron as you know the calendar that I recommended at some point. Oh, Notion to you. bought that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Notion bought awesome. Cron, yeah. and they have been now investing in AI, so they were able to roll that out pretty quickly. So Notion is growing like crazy, just just like crazy, and people are really hyped about it. And what is really interesting about Notion is that usually 
people like hype about a so service or a software and then it kind of like dies down mm -hmm. yeah, rather yeah, quickly dies, because yeah. in internet yeah nobody has attention for anything anymore but for notion so we, you know we there make were these very short videos of like 40 minutes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> very short it's not good so, for algorithm so basically man. <laughs> notion was able to keep the momentum for very long time and they are not really losing the momentum which is really rare in our space they're just killing it to be honest there are a lot of features people are still asking for like in terms of like maybe security offline functionality but they're killing it like really really doing awesome work and uh, like when you subscribe to the paid plan you kind of feel like the more time goes by the better your plan becomes so like when you had paid plan you got ai functionality like you know on the top yeah, of yeah, your yeah, existing yeah. functionality so i feel i feel notion is what evernote could have been if evernote yeah. actually did things right yeah what what went wrong there what went wrong because so yeah, Ever, I, I evernote think, used to have like huge buzz and no nobody's yeah, yeah, using yeah. it well i use it <laughs> i use uh, i use why evernote though? you have for... notion why would why would you use evernote no uh, one thing one thing that Evernote does that Notion doesn't do, and I don't know if any other software does it. So you can just, for example, imagine this. I have a, you know, table scanner, document scanner that scans documents very quickly, right? You just mm -hmm. put like 20 documents and it scans them like yeah. very quickly. So I just dump that stuff into Evernote. I just put it to Evernote and Evernote automatically scans PDFs and then later, if I want to find something, for example, I want to find a receipt uh, for, yeah. I don't know, a computer or something, I don't have to really think, like, what was the document name? I just can type, like, what was on the receipt. Maybe, like, I don't know, like, iPhone or, you know, Log Logitech, mouse or whatever. Yeah. I can type it and it will search from the content of the file from the PDF, from the docs. Mm -hmm. And if I draw something, it will also try to do OCR so that it detects my, you know, my handwriting yeah, yeah, and yeah. turns it into text. So I can find stuff from my handwritten, you know, notes yeah. and memos and stuff like that. Well, I've been using Adobe's OCR there. Yeah, but but I, I think uh, Adobe doesn't... Uh, doesn't really do like all the formats i think they do pdf maybe and like images or something i yeah, don't know they, but they they can they can uh withdraw data from images yeah yeah well i haven't tried but again evernote is like 50 bucks a year or something but i think when they tried to redo the application from ground up they made a lot of people very unhappy because mm -hmm. they weren't able to provide functionality parity with the previous version. So they released a new version of, of application that they thought is better than the original one, but it had less features and it didn't function oh, yeah. as well. So people got really disappointed. Oh yeah, for sure. You 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 can never take away features. That's just yeah. the thing, you know. It's it's in uh in when you when you're talking about governments, uh, it's it's called uh, desert benefits, I think, in in English, uh, and it yeah. means that when you have oh, it's earned benefits. So when you have earned yeah. your benefit, you 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 can't give give, give it away. So that's the same with apps and tools. 
when you have features, it's kind of like an earned benefit. And then when you're taking them, taking it away, even though it would be not, not even much used, you know, it would, you, but if you take it away, then it's like, oh, okay, I'm done with this, this app and uh, then that's it. Yeah, I think I think there is a there is a term for it in psychology. It's it's um, aversion to loss or what? Not I don't remember what it is. But basically, if somebody gives you one euro, you're like, okay, one euro, great, thank you. You don't care much. But mm-hmm. if you lose one euro, oh, the loss, the hell breaks feels, loose. Yeah, yeah. So the the <laughs> the the feeling of losing something is a lot more impactful compared yeah. to gaining something especially when we're talking about small things. So yeah, people went crazy, yeah. like, you yeah. know, Evernote got so much hate. And I think now that, you know, the company is sold actually to um, to a, a mobile software development company, I think. So there is some potential for Evernote to come back, but I think it would need so much money and, you know, they would mm-hmm. have to go back maybe to original version of the application or yeah. redo it from scratch. There is... I'm not really counting on that, but uh, yeah, Evernote uh, could have been notion of today uh, if they didn't screw up their you know development plan and develop development path. Uh, they just went like totally in the wrong direction. But cool. again, let's not make this episode longer than it should be. I think we <laughs> went on a <laughs> that was an interesting segue, but yeah. We aimed, we aimed at uh, 20 minutes and now we're like yes. over 40. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I yeah, think the good stuff came uh, in the yeah. end of this one. So it's a good one. Yeah. yeah there is good rambling, you know, from us for sure. For sure, I think. But otherwise, definitely try Miro. Definitely try Notion and try to mix them together. It's really, really awesome. And I just checked and I think the AI functionality is also part of the free plan. So I think that's pretty cool. So basically you get, yeah, you get kind of like chat GPT like functionality inside Notion. And yeah, let us know what you think in the comments down below. And if you want to see more episodes like this, subscribe and let us know that you like it. And hey, if you have some other alternatives that we didn't cover or you want us to cover other software or services, just let us know. Thank you, Mikhail. This was really, really good, as always. My pleasure. Thank you so much. My pleasure. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye.